Hi, my name is Jason Jadon. I'm a supporter of Fulham Football Club. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, but my second home is The Cottage, and you're listening to DU Football Show. He, he's going to cut a new one. He's just, you know, come on, they're back. We gave them back-to-back weeks. They were feeling really good about themselves. Well, it's too bad they're not going to be here back-to-back seasons. No, they gave us meat and cheese board. That's always a good thing. That's true. Charcuterie is never a bad thing. Sure. I will never say no to charcuterie. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow of a Lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a totally biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston. See, I can actually get it out correctly. You did it. Oh, it you just did took write it out this time. And across the way from me, give me some serious Andres Gomez vibes. My co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. How are you doing, Sammy? Not too bad, thank you. And it is starting to get Andres Gomez-esque. Yeah, that or maybe maybe it's more um, a mop. I'm not exactly sure. Well, it got a little dry. Like it a really slick back when we had tried to start 45 mm-hmm. minutes ago, but you know, like a really kind of dirty mop, like the one that they use in a like a high school gymnasium okay. that they never really. They don't use mops in high school gymnasiums. Do They're just shit. Yeah, you know the little dust things. Those. Oh, those, those yeah, yeah, thanks. That's All what right. your hair kind of looks like right then. there. Yeah, it's exactly. A broom, isn't it? Mm, well, <laughs> with little <laughs> nubs on them, you know. <laughs> Oh, say you're... I have, you know what? At least I have hair. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm joined by two eggs today. Excellent. Goodness. All right. We're recording at DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Of course. It is at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football uh, at gmail.com. DU Football Show at gmail.com. Sorry to get in touch uh, via email. Excellent. Very yep. good. Or you could just zoom your happy ass on in here. Yes, as the case is tonight is our uh, our good boy Zach is joining us. Zach, how you doing, man? I am fantastic. How are you guys doing today? Doing lovely. Why don't you tell us uh, who you support real quick? Uh, so I support the smallest club ever uh, by stadium size in the English Premier League of AFC Bournemouth. Very good. You know what? Hey. <laughs> Every year they're in the Premier League, they start the year at the top of the table. Just like every year they're exactly. in the championship, like next year, they'll start the year at the top of the table. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, gin binge continues. What are we drinking? It does. So we uh, are back to the Plymouth gin, one that we've had before. We're uh, revisiting. Uh, today, but we're doing it in a little bit of a different fashion. A made from scratch G and T that you made with Jack Rudy Cocktail Company's classic tonic syrup. So you actually had to cut it with um, club soda yourself. Yep, exactly. Uh, so we'll see how your measurements uh, worked out there. But in terms of the gin, you are looking at a forty-one point two alcohol by volume on this one. Uh, it is a classic uh, Plymouth gin. It is absolutely delightful. Pretty juniper heavy, really. Yep, exactly. Um, the it friars is, of Plymouth are who make it. Yes. 
Very, very the good. Blackfriars, in uh, fact. $23.99 to $28.99 on the shelf, of course. And the tonic uh, syrup is a craft tonic syrup made, uh, all it says is handcrafted in the South. <clears throat> So maybe the fits had something to do with it. Who knows? Yeah. Twelve ninety nine to fit. Twelve ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine on the shelf for a bottle of that. I love it. Well, uh, let me know what you think. But uh, it was real simple. It's you know a normal long side of one jigger, which is about two ounces of gin. Uh, then the other side, which is a three quarter ounce pour. Go ahead and do that. Boom. Voila. Top with soda water. Give a little bar spoon stir and a uh, little fresh lime. Um, pretty nailed on. I must say, yeah. uh, I wouldn't mind a little bit more tonic, to be honest. It's yeah, but I was going to say not it's bad. not as quinine-y as, as it, most tonics yeah. are. It's a little little softer, but I actually kind of like that about it. it yeah, let's the, let's the juniper and the gin in the gin sing. So. Absolutely, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. This is going down really fast. So yeah. uh, for those of you not uh, listening to us and not watch us on the video, but we want to make sure that everyone drinks responsibly. Very good, they Thank do. You very much. Now, uh, producer Mel has a uh, big uh, goblet. Now, that's the Whitley Neal goblet, Sam. Yes. So remember, we drank a bunch of Whitley Neal in, in London, London yeah. out of that goblet specifically. So I had one of them, and, and one night I brought her in a gin and tonic with that. And uh, besides yelling profanities at me and throwing things at me, she had she had told me from this day forth, I was not allowed to bring her a gin and tonic unless it was in a that, that fucking glass yeah, was I'm, exactly I'm what she said. Very upset that we're this far into our relationship, <laughs> and I'm only now finding out there's a goblet for gin and tonic. That's how right. gin and tonics are supposed to be all served. Right. Yeah. And in and in the last week, you've gotten three gin and tonics, and what have all oh, three yeah. been in? In a goblet. Yeah, I'm not allowed to tell you to hit the mute button anymore, but this is where I would be doing that. <laughs> Hypothetically, if I could say something, this would be the time I'd be saying it. So I'm not saying you're a cunt. However, if I was allowed to say you were a cunt, this would be the be moment I'd be saying it. it. That's ridiculous. Bloody fucking brilliant. That's like starting off a sentence with, hey, no offense. You know something offensive is coming immediately after. <laughs> That's precisely why I did it. <laughs> you think you think that was accidental? All right, well, let's get into it, kids. Let's have a good show. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Don't want to break the goblet, Mel. Careful. Cheers. <laughs> Listen how this sings. Yeah, I like that. It was kind of dulled by the thickness of our glasses, I yeah, think. well... A lot of things are dulled by the thickness of. But never mind. All right, so it is. It is Good our segue. getting to. It is our getting to know you uh, continued series, and uh, yes. as always, we we started off uh, last week. We started with Fulham, and today we welcome in AFC Bournemouth, the Cherries, and we uh, welcome Zach to talk with us about it. Uh, first and foremost, Zach, what got you into Bournemouth? Why are you a Bournemouth supporter? So um, first, thanks for having me, guys. Um, so growing up and everything, I was never a footy fan or anything like that. Just kind of then kind of got into FIFA, loved it. And honestly, like, I, I'm not a big six kind of guy. I'm, I mean, I'm from Cleveland area, so we like the, we like the, the <laughs> shitty teams over uh, in this area. Hold so. on, from Cleveland. We don't like championships. We don't like winning Say, well, on to question two then. Hey, uh, just... wake, wake up, you wake, you wake up every morning and you go, fuck me, I live in Cleveland. And that's how you start yeah, every day. Exactly. But we're Please happy continue. that our river's not on fire. Yes. But besides that, um, I, I started career mode um, – I think it was uh, FIFA 16. So it was the first year actually that Bournemouth was in the Premier League and I decided to be them. And I'm like, I want to build them up and everything kind of got that. Then I saw a video, I think it was against West Brom when Callum did, Callum Wilson did a nice backheel goal. And I was just like, 
this is the moment. So it was the 16, 17 year that is. And then they finished ninth that year. And I was like, I'm all in. This shit's Excellent. awesome. I love it. It is the best sport in the world. It really is. It really absolutely is. true. Um, I, I'm very mad at myself for being late to the game of like falling in love with the sport. So, yeah. Uh, so what about a little bit of a brief history uh, about the club um, from it, a fairly new supporters perspective? I mean, that's coming in and seeing how old the club is and everything else. What, um, what about their history and what, you know, kind of things drew you to them yeah, yeah. in that respect once you started reading up on them and finding out about them? Yeah. So there's a, there's like a good 45, I would say minute documentary and stuff kind of on YouTube about the the team and kind of went with, which is a segue into the next probably question about their struggles in 08 and 09. Um, but I mean, they've been mostly throughout their history, a league one league two, uh, team. I think they were in the brief championship under Harry Redknapp when he managed the team, but it's just kind of that, uh, it's it just what really drew me is after when the, the financial collapse in the 09 season and then just how, like how hard they had to work, um, just especially Eddie Howe and like guiding the team up. And it's just kind of, like I said, I, I root for shit teams. So it's just like, Hey, we're always the scrappy underdog and that's kind of the teams I'm drawn to. And it's just, so, and we're, I, <laughs> I'm not going to shy away that we're definitely punching way above our weight right now in the premier league. So. Um, well, and it's it's funny you you think about that. It's we, we talk about the oh eight oh nine um you know collapse, and we'll kind of get into that now. Yeah. This the history on that was is they fell out of the championship and they had gone into financial ruin, fell out of League One all the way down to yeah. League Two mm-hmm. to the yeah. point where they were just barely survived, barely survived yes. getting knocked out of professional football, out of League Football, yeah. yeah. And then with Eddie Howe proceeded to win League Two, League win, win League Win One, League Win the championship and get up to the Premier League like three years in a row, just win, 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 and then in their first year, ninth place, like. Yep. just charged up the table yeah and- so i mean it's it, it's kind of like their history it's it, it didn't just i mean with any team um it didn't just happen in that 08 and 09 it happened like years before where they were doing like the bucket raising money and everything it's so part of the reason why our stadium is so small is because we don't own the rights we don't own the stadium ourselves is in i mm. think 05 or something like 04 or 05 uh we sold the stadium to like help us get the money and everything and stay afloat. And then that beginning of that 08, 09 season, we started negative 17 points. And Mm. I think what helped us was Yeah, Harvey was minus 21 points this season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Luton got like a negative 20 something up there and they end up going Yeah, you're drinking light beer. They're over there with a 10% IPA, come on. (laughs) So it's, but yeah, I mean, it's, they were in that, so they, the 08, 09, they had a transfer embargo. They couldn't do anything. I think it led into the next season two, which they stayed afloat. The 08, 09 won the League Two championship the very next year, was in League One. Howe went off to Burnley. Then he came back next year, um, won at League One, was in the championship for two years. Then by 15, 16, uh, they were in the Premier League. So it was, it was a very rapid rise absolutely so so with that collapse i mean that's something you always have to be mindful of and uh you you tell us what you know you know you don't have to uh, speculate do you feel like the club has done what they need to do to kind of just remain financially stable if we go up to the prem great we'll take the money if we're down we know how to survive in the championship it's not all gonna go to shit again yeah so 
kind of the infrastructure is going to be getting there probably this time around being in the Premier League because they just started uh, construction on improving like the training ground. So that's probably one of those assets that's going to be there. But when they went up in 1516, Eddie Howe and the management team kind of had the mindset of liquid assets. So they, they were spending a bunch of money on transfers, but they took the, we need to buy low. And then when we did get relegated from the championship, we made over a hundred million in sales off all these players. So that was one of the reasons why he wanted to, to buy uh, like young players and everything. Cause we knew we didn't have the infrastructure behind. Um, so we could stay afloat and we wouldn't get ourselves up shit's Creek in financial reasons. So yeah, people overlook them. like Nathan Aki was like a $45 million oh, yeah. sale. And Ryan Frazier yeah, still bought 12 or 15 yeah. million or mm-hmm. whatever it was. I mean, that's uh, Ryan Frazier left on a free. So he's yeah, uh, it was Wilson, Wilson, but, uh, yeah. didn't Tyro Mings was sold, uh, to, uh, Villa. 26. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, those like just, and those are all, these are all players we know as regular names in the Premier oh, League. Absolutely. So they were, they were clearly good assets. So that also yeah. then says to to clubs that want to buy from Burnley, oh, if you're selling, he's probably pretty yeah. freaking decent because we're looking at their track record of sales, yeah. and those players tend to stick it out well in the Premier League as well, too. Yeah, you know, beyond beyond their course, time with the club. Yeah, and of course, Arsenal's great goalkeeper came from Bournemouth. So <laughs> before yeah. he went to Sheffield United, so yeah. I'm, I love Ramsdale. So I'm rooting for the best for him. Yeah, no, he's awesome. He's been such high energy. And I honestly, he was hands down Sheffield United's best player the season they yep. went down. Mm-hmm. Eight, nine yeah, games a game. And the year we went down, you know? he was our, him and Ake were our best players. Yeah, in the 100%. End of I mean, Ake scored like more goals million. than Callum Wilson did that season, I think. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, I know he got an assist, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, all right. Uh, so, who are your major rivals uh, in, in the Premier League? I know that might not be your biggest rival overall and if you would also explain who that is just in case uh, people don't know so i mean we're kind of in a weird spot where we don't have a uh, like a, a main rival we i was just try... about to say you're the other south coast club right <laughs> yeah well, so, and those, i mean and those two yeah, south we, coast we try, clubs don't we try each get other a rivals. With, with southampton but like it's kind of mixed feeling we we both know we've always been viewed kind of as a little brother to them because mm-hmm. a lot of our academy players they would be rejects from the southampton academy would come down to us and everything like that we try and get in some banter and everything but twitter banner uh like rivals on that one is they're not in uh the prem this year but watford but we had a lot of banter with forest mm-hmm. okay. uh, this past year in this in the championship so very good they're, they're, that's going to continue into this year so so I've got I've got two things here. Yeah, please. If all the successful people from Southampton's academy go to Liverpool, the rejects we just found out went to AFC Bournemouth. Got it. <laughs> got it. So that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, so I mean, I, unlike, so Danny Ings, he's one of those. He came through the Bournemouth. He ended up going up <laughs> gotcha. there. So. Uh, and and then, no, it's funny is Adam Lalana was a Bournemouth reject and he went to Southampton and then he went and then up to made it. That's <laughs> interesting. That's too funny. Um, and then the other piece, speaking of Southampton real quick, I got a, a, a message today from Kenny. Oh yeah. What was that about? Uh, how fire Arsenal's third kits are. Oh yeah. Okay. I saw that today. The, uh, that, the all black oh, with the that. gold. They're fantastic. Uh, they're gorgeous. Aren't gorgeous, they? Yeah. And just so um, everyone who keep track at home, that's a nice time in a row that Arsenal has a better away kit than Southampton. Kind of like, they lost nine nil twice in a calendar year. <laughs> our our uh, 
Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, Zach, one of our one of our good fr- uh, friends and listeners, uh, Kenny, is a Southampton fan. And uh, whenever there is an opportunity for Mr. Graham to mention the fact that uh, Southampton lost uh, twice nine nil, he likes to yeah. uh, bring I'll it up and, it in in any way possible. Any any way he can reference the number nine and zero, he likes to reference it. Um, we do the same thing with our uh, with our boy uh, Smokey, who's a West Ham supporter. We always like to uh, heckin um, no. Heckle him no, about um, losing 5-0 to City at the opening day of the season. Go back to the, uh, the opening 5-0 uh, loss, which was three seasons three ago seasons now. Three seasons ago now, yeah. yeah. We always like to go back and reference <laughs> that. And they open with them this year, so hopefully it'll be another 5-0 defeat and we can then go That'd ahead. That'd be nice. I also have one. one more artificial rivalry to bring up okay. uh, for Bournemouth, and it's going to be Arsenal. Okay, And the okay. reason I say that is because with Scotty Parker at the helm, Mikel Arteta now is a challenger for sexiest manager in the Premier League. Oh, uh, that's true. So last time, Scotty Parker last time we were is a quite attractive prem, man. Yeah. Last time we were in the Prem, I swear Bournemouth had like the greatest looking team ever. Like you, you look at uh, Simon <laughs> Francis, good looking guy. Like even Nathan Ake is a good looking guy. Um, who am I trying to think of? Uh, Andrew Sermon, great looking mm-hmm. guy. Like Callum Wilson, great looking guy. Like just all, all just great looking guys and everything. And like we for sure had the the best looking team there. Oh, but. Played like shit, but they look good. They fucking look good doing, doing it. it. Yeah. We were injured. We were injured. Well, you know so what? It was you know what's weird about that. And there's always one. Yeah, it was all those guys that he mentioned. You know, he didn't bring up uh-huh. Ryan Frazier because he looks like a beardless troll from the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> He's, he, yeah, Frazier He's five is foot like two, stocky as shit. Within the fan base. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, now, like it's it, yeah, it's looking at that South Coast. It's it's kind of funny the way it all lines up because Southampton's rival isn't Brighton or Brent or um or um Bournemouth. It's it's Portsmouth. It's Portsmouth. They're right across the harbor and, from and each other. Ports, yeah. And Portsmouth's. Yeah all the way down in League One currently mm-hmm. right now. And then Brighton, there it is right there. They could just go ahead and be rivals with Bournemouth at both South Coast. That works out pretty well, right? Nope. They decide they oh. want to make up a rivalry with Crystal Palace <laughs> because all of the way highway. up in London yeah. because of a highway. That's that's my favorite rivalry. It makes zero sense, but I love it. <laughs> oh, we we pub the shit out of the El Gat Week go now, man. We we love it. And um what I'm I'm just trying to think and if either one of you know and forgive me for not knowing, beyond Pompey what other lower league South Coast teams do we have down there? Because there's, because most of those areas, it's one club towns for the most part. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, until the other recently, side is Plymouth. there was Yeovil. Okay. Yeovil Town. Yeah. Um, Plymouth is down that way. Might be the other yeah, side. Plymouth, actually. Yeah. Plymouth is way out there. Um, they're closer to Wales, though, right? They're closer to France. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're in the like that extreme like yeah. western part. I'm trying to. Um. I mean, Bristol's north of us, but... We've talked about teams on the water with the potential yeah. of going down, being in the lower leagues and not the Premier League. Everton's got to rank up there somewhere. Yeah, I heard. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, speaking oh. of financial problems. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, we sold Richie. Nothing to see here, you looky-loos. Everything's fixed. It's yeah, all fine now. Sure. We're going to be okay. 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 <laughs> It's going to be okay. It's all going to be all right. It's going to be a good, wonderful place. All right. Um, yep, yeah. The, that, that weekend's match that we just had didn't foreshadow anything that our defense uh, wasn't No, not shows. at all. It, it's, you know what, Sam? And, uh, and then we'll get right back to it. I'm going to pull a you and make it all about me for a second. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> really nothing to talk about in the entire game. Uh, what do all the Evertonians do? We play like shit for 90 minutes. Tchaikovsky 
decides to have a piss in front of all of the uh, all of the Charm City Gooners and get a yellow card right at the end when it didn't matter and the game got blown. All we're talking about, like, oh, look at look, look at the balls on Tchaikovsky. He's he could be all right. He's one of us. Yeah. Look at him having paper go. right over the fucking cracks <laughs> of everything that you have going on. The, the fact that we left two Makes guys wide sense. open for the easiest goals ever. We're like, oh, but Tchaikovsky makes total sense. The problem first, fixed. Jesus took four touches in the box before anybody even confronted him. It's ridiculous. That, but ridiculous defending. But Turkey, Turkey's <laughs> Turkey's got it all done for yeah. us. All right. Oh, so oh, the next question's mine. It's How yours. about that? Yeah. Oh, all right. Professional. All right. So real quick, why don't you go ahead and give us what um, moves you have made as a club so far, and what pieces you think you still need to improve upon on here in the transfer window? So we actually have not. We've only made two signings so far, in uh, Fredrickson from West Ham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, why can't I think of his name from Blackburn? Um, the midfielder. Yeah, midfielder from Blackburn. Rothwell. Rothwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rothwell. So, I mean. They have UFOs they, there, don't they? What's that? So they have UFOs there, don't they? Rothwell. No, yeah. Never, sorry. It was a stretch. It was a um, stretch. I knew it when uh, I said it. What's going on? <laughs> Keep going. We're good. Um. So it's. We're in need of center backs because we, I mean, we, we only have, I think three on the roster right now. And cause we just sold up one, sold one of our youth products to Cambridge today mm-hmm. or yesterday. So that's where our main looking, uh, where we're looking at is, but I mean, the, all the other positions kind of have premier ex- experience or their talent. So like on the left wing, we have Jaden Anthony's, so he he deserves his shot because um, he had a great championship season last year, and same with Zamora at left back. So it's just kind of we need reinforcements in defense, but kind of everyone else is we don't have a lot of needs out there. It's I know the quality might be the issue and everything like that, but it's a lot of like Ryan Christie, like he he performed well at um, at Celtic. And then performed well with us last year, so he deserves his shot in the Premier League. So, and our midfielder has plenty of Premier League experience and everything. So, it's just it, it's it's a weird it's a weird transition. So we're not in all the other like when Fulham went up a couple of years buying a ton of players or even Forest right now where they had to replace like nearly their entire squad. So, yeah. So um, the bookies don't necessarily agree with you based on that, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, no, no I, I get it. It's it, it's a mixed bag. You can either go well, or it can go. It could go to shit, shit really so. quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the big question, obviously, the the only question that really matters is is do you think that you have the ability to stay up this season? What are your actual realistic expectations? And then, um, are you going to win the Premier League? <laughs> As a follow up question to that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here. It, it may be controversial, but I don't think we're going to win the Premier League. Um, no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Fan, Bournemouth fans are be like, what the fuck is he talking about? But, but I mean, the goal for this year in my – I mean, staying up would be fantastic, uh, but realistically like a 17th, 16th, even 18th in that – in that region is where I predict us like maybe barely surviving, but the main goal behind mine is getting that training complex built and ready to go because so we can move our 
academy category from three to two and just trying to promote that and everything because our infrastructure since we went up so fast we had to bu keep buying players and not really put money into our infrastructure but uh I, I would at the end be of the day, that delighted is sustain if we stayed up yeah 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 yeah, it's 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 key. It's key. It's key. You have to get that alive. infrastructure yep. nowadays because nobody yep. can. Re I mean, unless you're consistently in the Premier League, you can't buy two, three, four, forty million pound players every year. No, you, yeah. you know. So you have to produce some talent to sell on to then reinvest in the squad right. again. And, and and it seems that's also yeah. become the price tag too. Pretty well, much across absolutely. The board. For a half decent football, you're playing for. I'd go for twenty five million right now in my current condition. Yeah, exactly. I'd go for twenty five I mean, million. Yeah, based I mean, that's on this the market, thing. like with Bournemouth, we all have that. 0809 season like in the back of our minds so like we get that training and like we get that academy up a little bit to the category two like, like we'll, we should never go below league one again and that's like the ultimate yeah. fear like it, it's just what where we are as a club like we know we're punching above the weight and it's just about getting that infrastructure in place now while we have the money sure money <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen it is sure money this is where I give you the odds and we make bets um to better inform you to make your bets. Uh, if you can't sense the sarcasm there, you are brain dead. Uh, we so, have a chicken do bets, and the chicken does better yeah. than we do. So if you can't understand the irony behind the name, that is your problem and your problem alone. We are not liable for you making poor betting choices. Uh, that being said, there's no games going on, um, but I do want to go through, so we're not making bets personally, but I do want to go through a couple of the odds, uh, and just for some context, go through some comparisons uh, here with some of the other clubs. Right. Uh, so Bournemouth to win the league, Mr. Zach, two thousand to one, the worst in the Premier League. Are you uh, are you taking that bet? Are you gonna pull? Uh, I I'm not. No. <laughs> uh, for comparison's sake, Nottingham Forest is a thousand to one. Everton is five hundred to one. Arsenal are sixty six to one, and City are four to seven. Yeah. <laughs> the only uh, actual bet that you could probably make proper money on would be Liverpool at 2-1 to one at this stage. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that's the only chance you're really going to have. Uh, for top scorer, uh, Dominic Solanke, I just picked the first person with the best odds they had from your club, was 80-1. to one. Um, You having that? No? Uh, top, top scorer for the club, yes. For the league, probably not. <laughs> yeah. uh, Comparison-wise, Gabriel Jesus is 20-1. to one. Uh, Holland, mm -hmm. brand-new signing, unproven in the Premier League, still fairly young. Um, had some muscular issues from time to time. Mm -hmm. Three to one. Wow. Better than Salah, better than Harry Kane. Really? He is the that's, favorite. That's, that's interesting. interesting. He is that's the favorite on Bet365 to, to win the Golden Boot. That's uh, a big surprise to, to me because yep. Kane and, and, and um, Salah every single year, they just prove it. They're 20 goals every year. You know, like the number to beat is a minimum 20. Yep. Because they are going to score 20. At least. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They've, done, they've each done that, what, three years, four years in a row now, both of them, respectively? For sure. Yeah. And disrespectful insane. to your Dominic Calvert Lewin, sir, uh, you and um, Mitro are tied 40 to 1. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, we, we, to... we know we know Mitro's going to give us a solid, like, six goals and a whole lot of time on the bench <laughs> from that uh, 43 from last and year. And a lot of yellows. Yes. Like. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, the one that, that pains me to say for you personally uh now being friends um favorites to get relegated are bournemouth at one to two. Ooh, not good that's not great i, I mean i'm not i'm not surprised <laughs> i mean everyone just looks at the stadium size and everything like that and feel like they're getting relegated and, oh yeah I mean, of we course defy the odds for for what, what five years four, five four years yeah something time. like that yeah mm. uh forest for context are even money one okay. to one not much better uh, Fulham five to four, Everton seven to two, not terribly uh, far away. No, not so good, which is quite funny. But we got Arsenal Tarkovsky. But we got Tarkovsky. 
He gets yellows. Yes. It's going to be okay. In meaningless friendlies. Yes. Uh, Arsenal are 500 to 1, and City and Liverpool are joint least likely to go down at 4,500 to 1. The bookies really learning their lesson from Leicester City mm-hmm. and will refuse to fucking offer you five grand to 1. Yep. They're not going to offer not it. Doing never, it. never again. Now, this might be something decent here if, you know. If you start to get on a bit of a run, I don't think they'll slash the odds that much. Okay, to finish in the top yeah. six, Bournemouth are fourteen to one. I'd put a couple quid on that. I'll take it. Hey, that's I'll, not, I'll too, take that's it. not yeah. too shabby, right? Yeah, go hit the bookie with that one. That's not too bad. Huh. Um, for context, Fulham are six to one. Uh, Leeds are nine to two. Arsenal are one to ten. United are one to twelve, which I think is disrespectful to us. <laughs> uh, United, fuck United, and then Everton are five to two. There we go. Yeah, not too shabby there. Not too that's shabby all right. at all. So that uh, that'll wrap up sure money for this week. Wonderful. All right. Well, that's gonna uh, go ahead and wrap up the show, Mister Graham. Do you got any parting words for us? <sighs> Want to thank everybody associated with the Charm City Gooners and Baltimore and DC Toffees. Everybody that did everything to make this past weekend so bloody special. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a great time with all the events surrounding. Uh, surrounding our clubs playing in our city. Um, yeah. And it was just a blast to be with everybody. There's going to be audio, a recap, um, you know, videos put on the social medias, at DU Football Show on all of those, uh, re- kind of recapping and uh, vlogging, if you will, a lot of our um, interaction uh, surrounding this weekend that, was, that made it so special for us. Um, so look out for that. But generally, everybody behaved themselves. There was nothing really crazy going on, so I don't have right. a D-back this week. Uh, I just have a, a thank you uh, and and appreciate all of the love and support that everybody showed to us, everybody that came up and talked to us during a live podcast out in the parking lot after mm-hmm. the game. Um, ton of fun, and hopefully we get to do more of that kind of stuff, um, even if it's not going to be against each other. Yeah, it was really great. Uh, big shout-out to uh, Everton Football Club directly, too. Um, Mo, who handles, is the head of communications there, and uh, Christine with fan engagement, of course, uh, uh, Darren, the voice of the Toffees, all of them just making time for uh, for a little old me. And um, big shout out to uh, producer Mel, who somehow now why she no longer has a mute button, boys and girls. Is, well, no, I have a mute button by choice. Right, not a mute button when I just tell you to hit it. Uh, because it, it is under appeal to the Supreme Court, though. <laughs> um, m- 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 Mel got in Maryland. Uh, I still get a mute button. Mel was Mel was able to. Uh, was able to set us up with uh, the opportunity to be part of the press for the week as yes. well. So uh, we got an opportunity to uh, do a little tour of the press area, do some recording from there as well, and just uh, you know take part with the uh, the match with our colleagues, Sam. Our colleagues, our colleagues. Yeah, and we could yeah. have stayed the entire match and, and- snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> snacks. we did have snacks. Uh, I did take it. I had a hot dog and I had it on purpose yep. because mm-hmm. it brought two worlds together. Yep. Uh, brought the July 3rd party, which those mm-hmm. of you longtime listeners will know about that, uh, and being a part of the press in uh, all in one moment. Mm, yeah, pretty I did great. such a good job. I had a cookie while I was up there. Aw, <laughs> good for you. Nice. Um, <laughs> a, a, a self-congratulatory cookie. You good know. thing one yeah. of those drug-sniffing dogs didn't catch on the way in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that was a gummy. That was a gummy uh, right. earlier. Uh, uh, but so basically we had um, we had a great time. It was it was so so much fun. We could have stayed to watch the game there, but you know what? Being the podcast of the people, 
we did bring a bunch of listeners slash our wives to the game, so we did have to go back over to the seats. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Brody would have cried if I hadn't brought you guys back. He <laughs> wanted you guys back 10 minutes sooner than I brought you back to the we seats. We had just got in the elevator, and you got a text from him going, where are you guys at? Yeah, where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? Uh, yeah, we're coming. We're coming for crying out loud. Where are you guys at? How long are you going to be there? Down. What are you doing? What are you doing? I miss you. Uh, Zach, thank you so very, very much for joining us. And thank I just you, want man. you to yeah. uh, take a moment to uh, promote the club where like-minded individuals can find you. Uh, uh, you know, anything Bournemouth related for the United States, watch parties, the whole nine, the room is yours, plug away. Yeah, so I appreciate you guys having me on here. So, uh, unfortunately, our fan base here in the USA is not that big, but for me, you can find me on Twitter at underscore USA Cherries, and I will just always put this plug out here for the AFC Bo uh, Bournemouth fan base all around the world is um, the AFC Bournemouth fan channel, back of the net. Go ahead and check that out. They have a ton of great videos out there. So if you're a Bournemouth fan and you don't know about it, which I don't see how you wouldn't know about it, go and check that out. Great videos there. And again, thank you guys so much for having me on. Excellent. Of course, man, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, thank you again for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is injury time, and it is the famous 3rd of July recap. Um, hey. Mr. Graham, should someone want to find injury time, how do they go about doing that? Much like that other picture it took uh, while we were there at the weekend. It's uh -huh. time to be a whore. Heard. Whore away. Uh, <laughs> it is patreon.com backslash do you football show. Uh, you sign up to that one $5 tier. You get both sound check and injury time, our two extra shows for the week, as well as some extra content during the summer sometimes. Uh, Big Sam, you want to mm -hmm. plug away your show on that Patreon in case uh, anybody wants to check it out? Sure. Uh, over the summer, I decided to uh, take time and uh, a very daunting task of listing out my 100 favorite songs. And at the same time, I also wanted to learn how to work the board and post things and not constantly go to my wife, Mel, fucking record this for me. Yeah. Um, so I tried to change it up a little bit. So um, I did it all myself, and that's yeah. uh, Big Sam's 100. <laughs> and it's great. And next time, maybe you'll work the board well. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. After all this practice. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Been so Sam muddied up our Patreon feed with that crap. Been uh, very complimentary so <laughs> of you, woman. You are just... Uh, she, she, you know what it is? She's going, she's going, please take away the mute button. You know, take that take that away from me. I want you to. I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> so check that out. Um, when you do sign up, remember it is a recurring charge. So um, there you yeah. go. Excellent. And... <laughs> Uh, dare you remind them of that that's the only thing that adam gets uh good be luck be sure to uh check out our link tree as well that is pinned to all of our social media accounts yes. at du football show it gives you links to everything you need our drip shack our youtube, YouTube our everything. our twitch the whole nine everything that we do so please be sure to check that out as well and until next week everybody good night born in the land of bowie maryland to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!